0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: I'm Rachel True.
0: And I'm Trent Venegas.
1: And you're listening to Quoting Gene Roddenberry.
0: The 100-day podcast that celebrates what would have been the 100th birthday of that guy that created Star Trek.
1: Each day between now and the end of our podcast.
0: August 19th.
1: One of Star Trek's biggest icons.
0: Or celebrity fans.
1: Or both. We'll be quoting Gene Roddenberry.
0: Then we're going to take a deep dive into why we think this sci-fi legend still has a lot to say to the world.
1: Today's quote is read by Tendi from Star Trek's Lower Decks, Noelle Wells.
2: Just as these Americas were once a new world, one that changed human history forever, up there
0: is a new, new world and the journey to the first of those shores will be no more dangerous than what our ancestors faced when crossing the Atlantic Ocean in rowboat-sized ships. And we would like to welcome back one more time, one final time, our new BFF, Josh Olson. Hello. <laughs> so, Josh, this quote full of yes, full of hope, full of optimism, what do you what well, it, what something.
2: did this what did this quote say to you? Uh after my first reaction to it, I, I I will always I will always defer to uh, Mr. Roddenberry's optimism mm-hmm. and idealism because you know
1: you would beat it with a stick, wouldn't you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if he said this, I don't think he'd say this today. I think he'd find a uh, perhaps a more artful way to say kind of a similar thing because he's talking about exploration mm-hmm. and, and advancement, and you know. I mean, when these Americans were not once a new world, they were just a world in which a bunch of Europeans came over and murdered everybody and stole it. And and then, you know, I know my ancestors, I actually have an ancestor. um, One part of my family goes back to before the, the Mayflower, which is kind of hilarious, but I'm sure it was a hellish journey. And I, don't know if either of you have ancestors who could possibly relate to the hell my ancestors went through in coming here maybe rachel no your people had a great time no listen i beg to hey, differ I with had a great this time coming over here <laughs> i so. do beg
1: to differ with this quote like uh, listen The first shores will be no more dangerous than what our ancestors faced when crossing the Atlantic in rowboat-sized ships. First of all, I think my ancestors would beg to differ, at least half of them. But you know what, Josh and Trent? The thing that struck me the most about this quote uh, actually was he uses the word Mm -hmm. Mm shores, which reminds me that we don't know anything about the ocean Mm -hmm. at all. And that that is also, uh, this quote could be very applicable to us finding out more about the ocean. I I am longing for space travel. Don't get me wrong. I think we should do that as well. But when I see, those, see all the shores there, I get the point of the quote is, it's the same trip we've always done through history. Every time someone went from Egypt to another country back in the day before the replay, it's the same thing. It's just a different journey just to outer space. But it just makes me think about, like, I am so fascinated that doctors only know 10% about what's happening mm-hmm. with your body. You people should know that listening. You must advocate for yourself when it comes to health. And we know even less than 10% about the mm-hmm. ocean. That
2: mm-hmm. was <laughs> no, true. And I, I, but I think that the key, yeah, as I just keep looking at it, it's like you, you have to take it in the context of its time and the sort of rhetorical flourishes he's using and who he's probably talking to because... Um, uh I, I don't get the sense from his work or his outlook on life that Roddenberry was oblivious to uh, how America was actually founded. and <laughs> You know, and
0: of- and yeah. honestly, you know, I think so. This quote actually is the one that resonated with me the most in that yeah. It, yeah. I think it, I got it. So as student of history, while I was in grad school, I taught ninth grade. So I taught U.S. history and American government. And the thing that is universal amongst all explorers, whether you're exploring somewhere for the first time on foot, uh, on, on covered wagon, on boat, space shuttle, eventually starship, it's the great unknown. The varying degrees of danger are vast, but it's always, you don't know what's out there. Like man once thought you could sail off the edge of the planet and just go away and die. Like the edge of the Bad world. Man
1: once thought, have you not been on well, Twitter lately? Fl- man still thinks. Right, so
0: there are flat earthers who still believe that that is true. But it is that, it's the, it's the great unknown. It's the fear of not knowing. And every explorer, no matter how big or small the, the trip is, the journey is, they all have that in common on some level, again, varying degrees of severity, but every explorer venturing out for the first time has that same innate fear. And they have to have that same courage to push forward because they don't know. The, the first people going to Mars, as we mentioned in an earlier podcast, like Elon Musk has warned, like, you may not come back, but it's gonna be a fun journey. Like it takes a certain, you know, exploratory spirit to want to risk that for the sake of exploration.
1: So very Tom Petty into the great wide mm-hmm. open feel.
2: Well, mm-hmm. let's be clear. You Elon know. himself is not getting one of those ships until oh no, oh no, died ensuring that they're. Safe. <laughs> I knew you were. <laughs> yep. of...
1: I knew you were going to let <laughs> Elon off the hook. <laughs> <luck.
2: laughs> Never. Never. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yes. It's I all that. Yeah. I, I agree. I think. And. um You know, but he is—he is like I say. It's just—it's really just a sort of idealized vision. Very
0: idealized, yeah.
1: But can I equate this to our own human experience, right? Like I know he's talking about going outer space and and you know space travel and all of that. But personally, I think every day, everyone has to be brave, brave some new shores. Whether it's a a meeting you're going to, or a job interview, or a date, or doing the dishes when you don't want whatever it is really is it's I know that's trite the dishes but it's not really if you've built it up in your head that I can't do them and it's the worst thing it is a sure to step on and cross mm-hmm. so I want to equate this this quote back to just everyday living you know and that yes it requires a little bravery yeah. to walk through life because the unexpected is always and
0: positivity you have to you have to have hope that what you're doing is going to be meaningful or
1: real hope not today's influencers i'm authentic kind of thing i mean because authentic has all those things for real and Mm. authentic and 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 um a positive Mm -hmm. right have become these weird toxic-y plaster a paper mache mask on your Mm -hmm. face of of what you think you should be for the mm-hmm. public. That's quite popular right now. And I love this quote because it is actually saying internally, yes. too, yep. right? Whether it's going to space, but internally, not for show, for Instagram, but you yourself, you know, have to realize that somebody else did this before you and you can add to yes. it. You can take it and top it and add to it in your own life. I've shut them up. Look what I did, guys. <laughs> I literally shut them up. Oh God. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, sort of, I'm, I'm
2: hung up in a kind of interesting way on just the fact that, yeah, you have to filter what he's saying through uh, a lens of the time mm-hmm. to, to get past all the kind of unfortunate uh, aspects of it. But yeah, that that's all there. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if you saw somebody else say this, or if you heard someone say this today, word for word. I mean, I, I, uh, I'm not even sure I'm joking anymore. I've often said that my, my gravestone will say simply context is everything. <laughs> and you know, this coming from Rod and Mary in the sixties is one thing. This is, um, you know, way too eloquent for Donald Trump, but, you know, say mm. Tucker Carlson could say this and and we would all rightly be like, that friggin' idiot, does he not understand? So, yeah, you have to take it in the spirit of the time in which it was meant. You know, That's and, such a good point.
0: And then we don't really have to focus so much on the fact that he mentions these Americas. You know, we can say just as this country or, you know, this planet, you know, just as the first person who climbed the Mount Everest... You know, like it's it's that first step. It's that not to use the Star Trek cliche, but to boldly go where no one has gone before. That I think is at the heart of what he's talking about. And every person yeah. who who takes that journey, you know, they're in this this same um, I don't know club's not the right word, but they're they're in the same. They come from the same place and they experience the same dangers.
2: Yeah, and I think that goes to, to what Rachel said because it's really to boldly go where you haven't gone. Exactly. Yeah, yep. You know, and that's, right. that's and, how you can sort of apply it to your own life.
1: And for some people, man, you know, if maybe they haven't ever walked from their bedroom to the mailbox. Yeah. Right? And yep. and doing that, that is that quote, man. You know, like that is an accomplishment too. Mm-hmm. So it can be really grandiose in outer space yep. uh, where I very much would like to go, but not on this trip with Elon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> No, I don't want to be a test case. Uh, Like the first hotel on the moon, I'm not staying at until it blows up. I saw Space 1999, (laughs) Um, which was not nearly as good as Star Trek, but I did appreciate it because in the 70s, if you weren't uh, around, I was a very little kid, but you know, space exploration and going where we haven't been, it was all new and super popular and it was being uh, displayed in a realistic way Unlike um, some of the older space shows, right? Mm -hmm. Lost in Space, super fun, but more fantasy. The 70s was kind of that realistic time. Mm -hmm. And it is a good analogy for us to realize, like, you you are the explorer of your own life.
2: Yeah. yeah. I think just simple things. I don't know. The thing I just flashed on is, is, you know, everyone is, we are, we are all hesitant to try anything new. And I it's
0: can, scary. It can be very, very scary big
2: ways. Or, yeah, exactly. And I, I try to do a thing consciously. I mean, the, the one that keeps going to mind is her, uh, a couple of years ago, my, my uh, Nancy, my wife, goes, uh, I'm sure you don't want to see this, but I'm really excited to see this new TV show on FX called Pose. And mm. I was like, nothing about that show looks interesting to right? me. I will watch the pilot with you. And mm-hmm. I am now a devoted fan of the show. And I stalked the creator of the show and had him on our podcast to talk about movies. And it was just like, because there's literally, you run through a list and it's not like I'm hostile to anything in there, but there's like nothing there that I'm like,
1: <laughs> no, it's not like really cis, white, guns. straight man. So I actually love, Trent, are you going yeah. love that he was love. open to it? That you watched it, first of all, with your wife, but second, that you appreciated it. Mm-hmm. This is a world you don't know about, probably. Yeah.
0: You didn't see yourself in those characters, I'm assuming, and I hate assuming, I'm going to guess, Well yeah, but, uh, I mean, but you still enjoyed the, the narratives, the, the performances, the, the story that was being told.
2: But I would argue the greater picture and why all of this matters and why Star Trek matters is that ultimately, of course, I did, because what those people are going through is mm-hmm. not, if it were just specific to them, if it could only be confined to the experiences of like, you know, the transgender, you know, black and Latino community mm-hmm. in, in New York in the mm-hmm. 70s and 80s. And, and could not translate to other people, we wouldn't be talking about it. You would have no yep. idea what I was talking about. Yep. But the fact that I could connect to their human experience and relate it to my own, it's like, yeah, of course. I, you know, that's, Josh.
1: that's the whole point of art. Josh, this is our last podcast with you no. So we have been I, I, i've been delighted to have you as a guest uh to have such an erudite writer on here who's been nominated for awards and is a skilled podcaster himself do you have any wrap-up th- thoughts i'm so brooklyn new york today what's <laughs> you got a guy josh got thoughts on uh, star trek
2: I, I don't have a wrap up. I apologize. This, is, this has been an absolute blast. It's been really interesting kind of jumping into this and thinking about kind of the that greater vision for the future in the world and the way that it connects to all of us and makes all of us get up in the morning and try to do better. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think I can sum it all up in a phrase. I apologize.
1: Well, no, but I just want to commend you for being, listen, you're a, you're a, you're a white man and they tend to be real angry these days and you seem <laughs> like you're kind of neutral. You seem like you're doing all right. You also seem aware of other people around uh. you and their needs. And that, that means so much to me as a, as a, a minority person in this country. No, I just, I just want to give you your props for that.
0: And remember, Josh, I found you lovely. I still find you lovely. <laughs> and uh, it was really, really great having you with us this week.
2: Thank you. It's, it's, it's really been a blast. I think this is, a, this is a great show. Man. Um looking forward to listening to ones even that i'm not on
1: (laughs) Ah, so listen if you guys would like to see the video of the roddenberry quotes this one was read by noelle wells you can hop over to Roddenberry's social media pages on twitter instagram and facebook and that's it for me trent
0: that's it and uh, we hope you'll join us tomorrow we'll have a brand new guest and we'll talk about another really great quote from gene roddenberry
1: thanks again josh thank you